Hey everyone, Alex here from Delia. As you might have guessed by this little pod popping up on your feed, that we are back. And I don't mean back like we were last time where we just did a couple of random episodes during the uh, the start of the COVID-19 outbreak. But we are back with a new series. We have a few episodes lined up and we're going to keep podcasting with people, probably via Zoom a lot of the time, obviously, because of the situation that we are in. Uh, however, this one is not a Zoom chat because this is from March 2020, where we caught up with our good friends from Little Grace. Uh, that's Callum, Adam and Ben. And uh, we recorded it at their little writing room in Callum's house. And just a little precursor to this. Um, this was all recorded, you know, as well, not as, but early days of the COVID-19 outbreak. So the end of March. So things weren't super serious here in the UK. Um, and, you know, you can hear a little bit of that sort of how, how, how we were thinking and how we were feeling at the time um, in this episode, just to give you a bit more context. Um, also, for podcast subscribers, if you want to get a little bit more from us now that we're back, you can head over to our Patreon, uh, where we are starting a little half an hour, sort of 20 minute episode series where we deep dive on independent artists' lyrics. And because of this first episode being with the guys from Little Grace and them having new material out, the first episode is with them. And now that is a Zoom chat. That is something that we recorded earlier this week. Um, so obviously everyone's isolating in their own homes and social distancing and stuff. So that's why that's done via Zoom. You can head to our Patreon via the link in the description of this podcast. You can go via our Instagram, but you can just sign up as a patron, I think they're called. And um, yeah, just get involved in the community a little bit more. And we, we sort of, you know, do a deep dive on independent artist lyrics because it's something that sort of gets attributed to bigger artists and those smaller artists can sort of be overlooked and don't get to discuss that part of their art. And finally, I just want to flag up that Callum's mic at the start is a bit of a nightmare, but persevere with it. It only lasts a few minutes and we sort it out. Um, it wouldn't be an episode of Who the Fuck is Delia if it wasn't for the fact that we had technical issues uh, now, would it? So thanks for sticking by us. I hope everyone's been doing well throughout this um, sort of unprecedented and, and difficult time. I hope that we're all coming out at the end of it and that you've all managed to stay safe and well, whether that be, you know, health-wise or financially, uh, mental health-wise or otherwise. We just want to make sure everyone in our community is okay. So get in touch via our Instagram. And um, yeah, we're excited to be back. We've got a few episodes lined up and they'll be coming weekly, possibly bi-weekly if Shell gets away. But you know, you know how these things go. We'll, we'll battle it out. Um, but yeah, enjoy the episode and uh, check out everything that Little Grace are doing at the moment because hopefully we've timed this just right and their EP will be dropping tomorrow. So, uh, yeah, it's all relevant. Cheers, guys. Enjoy the show. Go on in. No, you go. Why are you asking me to do it? Just because you put me on the spot? <laughs> Don't stress me out more yeah. than I'm already stressed we'll, right now. We'll Just start. fucking go. We'll, we'll start. Go on. Do you have like a, like a <laughs> set thing that you normally do? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. we sort of change it each time. All right, well. We say, well. So welcome, we go. It says, welcome to Who the Fuck is Delia, the podcast that uncovers the plight of the creative who might not just yet and then you just make something up okay welcome to who the fuck is delia the podcast that uncovers the plight of the creative who might not just yet be catching coronavirus (laughs) (laughs) you say it like it's something that only creative people can get like you have to hit a certain level to have coronavirus i do think it's like uh i i i do yeah i think it's it's a claim to fame Definitely, I get it. It's, it's going in me bio, like. <laughs> <laughs> you have swine flu as well, didn't you? Did you actually have swine flu? Yeah, 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 yeah. Swine flu surviving, eh? Yeah, How was that? Hashtag, what happened? swine flu 2010. Yeah, me. What's, what happens with swine flu? Um, sweaty. Uh, you actually get sweaty? There's, a, there's a lot of feces, a lot of vomit. Ooh. Uh, I, lost, I lost a stone in a week, though, so. Hey. Swine flu diet. <laughs> there you go. 
Yeah. <laughs> Don't knock it, you know. Yeah. Uh, this week, we're joined by, well, obviously, Shell. Yeah. And uh, for the second time on the podcast, you might recognize the voices. We've got Ben, Adam, Callum, yeah. Little Grace. Hey. Hey. Little Grace is a separate person. You know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, the first time you guys came on the pod was one of the most popular ones we've had. For real? Was it? Yeah. Probably because Callum's mum just sits listening to it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I also sent my dad cute. for his drive home from work and he, he probably definitely puts it on for all of us here. Probably definitely. Hey, hey, Paul. This is on here. Ponca, 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 Put it, put it on the way, in the workshop, we'll all listen to it. <laughs> so do we get extra listens if your dad's put it in the whole workshop and like six people have listened to it on one thing? That's like six times. Yeah, we better, we better get the right numbers for that. Be, yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't know how many heads are in the warehouse. Like, you know, Big like, warehouse, isn't it? It's, I mean, it's, it's grandiose, yeah. It's grandiose, have you just said it? Grandiose. Oh. Grandiose. 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 Is that... Grandiose. Is that the same word? Like, like big? Are we no, saying the same? Yeah, this is mad. This is like David Ambrose shit, this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> Watching YouTube show, I'm I can't tell he's being serious and he's not. <laughs> Grandiose. Grandiose. <laughs> Grandiose. <laughs> what is it? Does anyone know? Big? Grandiose. Big. Is it Grandiose? Is it grandiose? Got it Have you been saying Grandiose? I've been saying that for 20 years. <laughs> I've been saying that for 18 years. <laughs> <laughs> Just so saying everyone knows, we don't actually years. know Callum. Right. Yeah, <laughs> Callum's a new addition to the band. Who, uh, he probably won't be around for that. <laughs> <laughs> so, people, obviously, if you're the most listened to, um, or one of the most listened to episodes, then people have heard you guys before and probably heard what we were speaking about. We spoke about genre and, like, fucking drop down lists and stuff like that on like festival applications oh shit yeah. but for anyone who is joining for, for these new series of pods give us a brief rundown as to who little grace is um oh all right little grace uh he steps hey. up to the steps yeah. up to the game he's, he's, he's a guy one, uh, and like this Give me I'm a man of arms. He's the most talkative bassist I've ever met. Yeah, yeah. He, he sells everything. He's a salesman, really. That's what he should do as a full-time job. You actually yeah. should. You should, you should do, uh, sell clothes. Gift to the gap. <laughs> we got told that you need to have an elevator pitch. Elevator for your band? Pitch. Yeah. Go on in. What? Give me an elevator pitch. What's an elevator pitch? So that like, if you, you meet know, like someone important in an elevator, elevator. You've, got to, you've got to get across to them in the time it would take for you to get like out of the elevator, what you do, and make oh, okay. them interested. Well, at, at the moment, we're a DIY pop band. We are based in the northwest of England. Yeah. Um, we're working on our second second kind of EP, but our first official EP. So yeah. The first EP was like a playlist that we put out on Spotify. Um, there's three of us. Our live sets include kind of drum machine. Oh, this is my floor. Sorry. Yeah, go on. Sorry. Your face. I didn't get it. It's in Yeah, like we're we're a pop band that explores. That's what. That's yeah. what you basically sound like Oasis. <laughs> a little bit like Oasis. I mean, we do have two brothers in the band. Um, they're oh, not, but they love each other. We had last time you were on the podcast, we had a very extensive conversation about genres. Yeah. Yes. Have yeah. you came to any more conclusions about that particular subject? Yeah, you said pop. Yeah, but it's not just pop. Yeah, yeah, Come yeah, on, give me a su- give me a su- because after what I'm thinking, what okay, so I'm like, is it pop indie? It's not. It's like yeah. it's I guess I guess heavily R and B for it. It is, isn't it? Yeah. 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 I think now more than ever, I I had, I had a conversation with someone from SJM uh, one of them blimp things recently and mm-hmm. uh, he, he asked what genre we were and I I was ex- I was beating around the bush of like oh we're pop but it's like DIY and I was like oh like Jeremy Zucker Chelsea Cutler that kind of area and he was like oh like American bedroom pop and I was like that makes a bit of sense mm-hmm. American like, bedroom like, pop like the LA basement pop oh I like that can you do that? Can you make yourselves that? Yeah, um, sounds pretty. I, I, then can I say I'm, I've got cool friends that are American basement pop? We're not American. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I, I don't get. I don't get why you said American. American basement pop from Merseyside. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's your. There's your. That's a niche. That's, that's, that's going on the. That's going on the press release. That's your, that's your elevator pitch right there. It is. 
American bedroom Lighter. pop from Merseyside is your elevator pitch then. So you just open the door. All right, what would you do? American uh, bedroom yeah. pop from Merseyside. That's, that's what I'd... I, that's after, after like... I wouldn't few... say American bedroom pop. I'd just say it's bedroom pop. Yeah. Like, I'd just say... The reason it is bedroom pop is because it's all done in the confines yeah. of a bedroom yeah. or or just, like, a small studio. That's a proper thing, though, isn't it? studio. Like, based. I was... Who was, oh, I was talking to Ollie, like a guy that we write with sometimes, and I was saying like the thing is you don't want to make it like, you know, we're in a bedroom but we're trying to make it sound like it was recorded in Abbey Road. You want to do the bedroom thing the best that you can do the bedroom thing. Mm. And it's like she like Shell doesn't really get this sometimes when I use it, and I'm not sure if you guys would either if you don't listen to the band. But it's like Nine Inch Nails when they were starting out. It was like we're doing metal, but we haven't got the facilities to do big arena metallica metal so now instead everything sounds like it's a bit crushed and a bit dirty and the drum machine sounds fucking gross and like it's clipping all the time and like if you're doing the thing that you are setting out to do like don't well, try and fake it yeah just yeah. do, just do, do what, what you can that you do but do it properly and do it well yeah. your new ep though sounds ridiculous like do you- I ridiculously good. Yeah, I think that sounds the most kind of bedroomy, and not in a way of like it's shit quality. I think it just sounds like it is what it is. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it is. It's recorded in a DIY space. I think it sounds like that too, though. Uh, but I think our earlier stuff sounds very polished and very clean because we were very, very like focused on clean vocals then as well. Yeah. Like whereas now it's like, all right, well this vocal the performance on it is 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 sick and the recording quality is not not the best but like, it's there and that's like that's what it is yeah i guess we just got too reliant on um external factors other people as well like yeah. other other producers that would produce for us which is sick and we still will use them in future yeah but like they're just busier now so i guess we just kind of i carried on writing and then we we just kind of made it to the the cleanest possible standard but mm. also just kind of was willing to let it be more rough and ready because yeah. that's just what we can achieve right now you did it with t right yeah yes. t, t, produced t produced everything yeah 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 yeah. by himself obviously with yeah, you guys, yeah yeah yeah, like yeah. that's yeah, yeah sounds... and, and mikey blackburn mikey blackburn yeah he co-wrote the guitars and stuff sick. did mike woodvine mike woodvine played a bit of guitar on birthday as well right okay yeah i'd describe it as makes you feel shit about your own life good yeah like that's how good it is yeah yeah yeah. you listen if, to it and go oh oh what am I? <laughs> if it's any um, if it if it's any comforting like we all feel shit about our life okay so, all right so, oh like, that's not good comforting. that's not comforting i mean like yeah <laughs> it's really good it gave me like shaka vibes though yeah there's a bit yeah that's oh, i guess that. that's definitely that was one of the uh a big inspiration as well i guess it's almost like um you know you can get like concept albums and stuff like that i guess yeah. it's kind of like in the direction of a concept album but not meant to be a concept album yeah like the tracks were written around loops more than anything so like i would just get guitar loops from mike and yeah. he would send them out to producers anywhere and everywhere and in packs and stuff like that and then if i could write on them before someone else stole the loop mm. then and no one else ended up taking the paying for a loop yeah then i could keep that idea basically right, yeah. and then i just ended up with a shitload of these ideas uh because i was just writing a lot because just because i was going through a bit of a shit time yeah and then me it was mainly like me and adam in the conservatory to start off yeah and then as I didn't think it would be anything like I didn't think it would be something that we could use for Little Grace because we would focus so much on this polished sound yeah so I was like I'm just doing this as like a whole process for me not like external to Little Grace yeah like it's not like I was going to release anything I was just like carrying on writing just to kind of like exercise the idea of writing yeah um and then we got to like a point or I got to a point where we were talking about uh, we have we have two other singles. Should I talk about this or not? Yeah, of course. I mean, you can just talk about them as two other singles. Yeah, so we have two other singles that we were going <laughs> to release prior to this EP. Right. And it was like, which one do we release first? And I was like, I don't think we're ready to release the singles. Okay. Like, I think we should have some like content before to kind of provide like. Why? Because the singles are a different, completely different vibe, or what? Um, I think 
I wouldn't say they're a different vibe. I think that they definitely have more of a polished sound. Yeah, I think for us, they're like, they're like a bit more. Right. Okay. Like the next level. End game. Yeah, so yeah, you don't yeah. want to release right. it to, at the moment. They feel like end game songs. Yeah, you want to build up some momentum. You don't want to yeah, necessarily yeah. release it to to sort of like middling to. Right. So let me get it straight. The the EP that you've just released is is not end game material. <laughs> No. Yeah, no, fuck these guys. <laughs> fuck these guys. That's what like the event, fuck? that's like Marvel being like, yeah, we'll put an end game out, but there's uh <laughs> that's not the final one. And you're like, what? Yeah. Like, nah, nah. That's not that wasn't yeah. that was that was just like a that was a seventy percent. Yeah. But the oh, best yeah. shit comes when you're doing what you said you were doing though. When you're yeah. just writing it not for anything. Yeah. yeah, yeah like yeah. what well, this has happened three times to us yeah. where we got out of uni and like didn't know what the fuck we were doing, so we just wrote something and we wrote that sunsets track mm-hmm. and then we got the picked up by like a label for one song which ended up being absolutely terrible but at the time we were like oh yeah, yeah. yeah. and then when we didn't know what to what the fuck we were doing we started writing just random shit and acromatic happened and that mm-hmm. that then spawned a whole trilogy what we want to do for the rest of you know delia's lifespan yeah and then coda yeah, indie movie. Mm-hmm. I was writing this random piece of thing, music one day. Just again, you feel feeling like shit. I had a film on in the background. It had something in like a soundtrack that made me go, "Oh, I'm gonna write something about that." And then that's made us make the short film. But like going back to the whole Shaka thing, I guess Ad, um, it was either Adam or Callum. I can't really remember. Like I was a w- very aware of Shaka anyway. But and we've we've spoke about Shaka before when yeah. when yeah. we've been together. And like his whole lot, like the the main EP that resonates with me is the Lost Boys EP. Yeah, that's and we had that on repeat basically. John Bellion released an album as well. Yeah. Um, and he uh, yeah, I think you mentioned him last time you were on. Yeah, he's like a songwriter for like Rihanna and stuff. And his shit is just like there's a lot of it's very real. It's just like a real like kind of thing. It's just yeah. like and I like that that kind of method of writing more than anything. Kind of just writing shit out that's in your head on a piece of paper or even if it's in your notes or whatever. Mm. And then you can kind of like find a hook or you can find like a title or something within all that information. Yeah. And then you can kind of write a track around that. And then production wise, I guess there was influences from Shaka, there was influences from John Bellion, mm. Daft Punk, loads of. I think you, can, you can definitely hear it all. Yeah. The yeah, 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 yeah. And I think when it comes like having tea in the room as well, like mm. his knowledge on all, I mean, tea's normally here right now, but like yeah. his knowledge yeah. on like all the all them genres and then like his soul and gospel kind of knowledge yeah. come into play insanely on like the yeah. likes of I'm fine and stuff like with, like the bass lines just like like that's that's straight from church and it's like yeah. that's yeah. heavy. I think it's funny that when you listen to a T production and like put this into the context of any band, right? So your genre is not our genre at all and T's genre is not your genre at all. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But you listen to all of them productions and somewhere in there you can be like there's tea it's in the drums yeah. all of them uh, yeah the i think it is drums. i think it's like it's in the bass as well yeah. here and there but like it's defo in the drums you can just you can just hear a tea drum yeah, yeah. like it's not even just his like it's the drums that he uses but it's everything that goes into that drum sound yeah so it's like yeah there's it's the snare sound and yeah it's the kick sound but also it's the fucking like the and the and the yeah. and it's all the random shit yeah, yeah, that goes yeah. along with it. I feel like it's the keys as well. Yeah. The way yeah, he like reharms some of the keys. I don't get that, but fair. I do. It's I, just the way he the way he plays and like the textures that he adds when he does it. For some reason, there's always a synth on there somewhere that you can be like that. That sounds like T's played that, yeah. and not I necessarily the sound of the synth, but it's the way that he's playing it. Mm, fair, yeah. yeah. And I think that is more. That's probably a gospel thing. Yeah, I don't really get that, but maybe that's because I think. I'm looking at a lot of the shit as like MIDI and it you can just change everything in MIDI, can't yeah, you? Fair. Um but like <laughs> but that's what I mean, like when I'm producing with him, you move shit around. Yeah, so yeah. it's like a T might have played it and it might be very T, but you quantize it and you just move shit around, don't you? Yeah. yeah. You know, so but like the last like I don't know when this is this podcast is gonna be going out and I don't know when the song that we've been working on together is been gonna is gonna go yeah. out either. But there'll be a song that is Delia featuring Little Grace. And then not like barely any of that's MIDI. We just sat down. We just sat with synths. Because I've, I've been having it recently with some clients in the studio where you're, you, because the, the way the studio is set up, you just do like an hourly rate and it's like, cool, like maybe we've done 15 minutes over or half an hour over, but yeah, it's time to go now. Sorry. But then 
I told like I totally forgot because I've been doing that for so long. How good it is just to have like a few days and you just set up and you just go right Only day one. Time. Pissing out about with since. Yeah. And you came we came out of day one and I was like, oh, I felt like we didn't do anything today. I felt like we just fucking dicked about. And then you t- come into day two and you're like, this sounds sick. What what have you done? And everyone's like, no, no one's touched it since yesterday. And you're like, oh, sick. Yeah. It's because you've just been messing about with since and mm. there's been no time constrictions. I think I think we found that like because this EP was done in a place called Dudden Bank in the Lakes. Yeah, you and went for a little. Was it a weekend away? It was. It was six days, I think, altogether. Like that's with traveling. Yeah, because like, we we drove there and then set up on Monday. And yeah, go on, tell everyone day. about what what it what you actually did because it sounds so cool. So we rented a place called Dudden Mill in Dudden Bank in by Millham in the Lake District, and it was this cute little thirteen hundreds cottage. And it was, it was, the guy who owned it, like, was about, he was about, he was about 93, I think. Yeah. And he was just like. He in a band. He, he, he was like, oh, oh, you're the musicians. I've got a full piano in the front room if you want to use it in my office. And uh, you walked in, he had like a full Mac and that. And we were like, you don't record it. Like, and he was like, oh, no, this is my office computer. Like, but I. Like, like feel free to come in and just use whatever you need to use and yeah. we were just like wow this is heavy but yeah it was like in the middle of the closest shop was about 10 minute drive like it was quite it was far it was away remote, yeah. right? that's mm-hmm. nice felt, felt in the middle of nowhere that's we, so, cool. so we went there with tea and that thing you're saying about like the idea of just like having time and just working and just like mm. losing track of time kind of yeah like we, but some mornings you could start like Nine o'clock or eight o'clock in the morning, mm. and then you just go until like eleven o'clock at night. Mm. Yeah, it was just like yeah. a full length thing. Like yeah. the only thing that separated it really was like, like if you sat. Like I know that it gets quite tiring, especially from from where I was sat, just like trying to process everything that's going through TZ. Yeah, and like he's obviously asking for opinions on whatever sounds we're re- well, we're like re-recording vocals in certain parts because like that's another thing a lot of the vocals on the ep are actually just from the demo right okay. um because I, I just wanted to do that as like an arty thing like that was just how i felt at the time and i want to capture that yeah, mm-hmm. yeah kind of thing but like i think the only thing that kind of separated the uh the whole day up was like making food or go into the shop or something yeah, yeah, yeah. like there wasn't a lot a great deal of downtime while we nah. were actually in i think i think we all had on every morning we all had we did we actually and i don't think we'd done this together we we all went for a walk but on individual mornings right. so it was like oh that's nice it was like the only time i think i left with all of us we, we left with all of us was when we went to the shop and we went to the lake with the rod. Oh, yeah, we went day, fishing yeah. one day. Oh, nice. Your face just lit up there. <laughs> <I know. laughs> You're so, like, miserable about the whole thing. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, but one day... We went fishing. Now, it sounds amazing. And I'm definitely, definitely going to copy you when it comes to whatever it is we decide to do next after this. Should do it. It's good. Cool. Yeah. We'll send you the link to the Dublin Bank. So it's just an Airbnb, right? It's uh, it was on booking.com. Okay. No, actually, it was on some weird but, Lake District website. But for people listening, like they haven't you haven't gone and rented out a studio in the middle no, of the no, 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 like, yeah, yeah, yeah. taking it away. Yeah. We we had like to plan it, we had like a Google Drive just of like one document with just like loads of different bung like bungalowing and like little places. Yeah. Um, one document with gear that we need. And one document with like what songs we want to work on, what songs yeah. we can work on. That is so G. Yeah, that's amazing. That. So off The way with there's there's another fella who we like have on the podcast. We have on the podcast and do some bits with him every now and then. Mm. And whenever he goes to write an album, he just goes. He says like he goes in. It goes into a shed, and it's literally oh, yeah. one time he had he, one time he did go into like a this little camping pod in the middle of. I think he was it like Cornwall or somewhere and just went by himself completely by himself just him and his laptop and his guitar and he does like loop music with yeah. like a loop station kind of thing and he just went there for like a week and just wrote and then he just wrote like just to get it all out mm. in like whatever way it came out and then when he goes home that's when he starts to tweak all the production properly yeah. and then the last the last time he did it his dad was going away and apparently his dad's got like a nice shed in the back of his garden his dad lives out in the middle of nowhere and he just went and like stayed in his dad's shed for a week did the same thing um, do you yeah. Have, like, do you have the thing where you're like busting a ball at working all the time or trying to be productive with like emails and boring shit and, you know, life stuff? You're like, oh, we need to make sure we're sending this out and getting our press release and all this sort of crap. 
and then you like crave something like that, like going away for a week. And that like, that all thing's called is January just... and February. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's and you're is. like, I just want to just spend a whole week, nothing else, just doing music, just wake up, start, and that's it. And then by the end of that week, I always, I'm always like, oh, what's, what's my life? I need to be getting on with like other things, more important things yeah. in life. And then again, it gets to the end of that week and I'm like, oh, I just need like, and I just never, I could, I don't like, know, it's I like a bipolar in it, it. Yeah. like creativity and like normal admin shit yeah because we were talking before so like we're, we're recording this on monday the 9th of march and i'm gonna guess that it's like as you're listening to this listener it's april june april may june what april the, june you yeah, skipped april, on that i know yeah, yeah. <laughs> april june april, 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 june. april could be april could be june um so if you guys are listening to it back maybe life will be different at this point yeah right but we were just talking about it, like just earning money just as musicians like just yeah. as people not even as musicians but it comes into it that you can't just go and like get any old job because you're a musician because then you just run out of time what like how, like and i ain't got an answer to this but how the fuck do you strike a balance with that because mm. everyone has different opinions on it don't they yeah like we were talking about to you guys about like Snap. <laughs> we were talking your twins by the way <laughs> just in case you forgot um, we were talking about it and going like oh you know it's good to have like a music job if you do music but then it's not but then she's done that and I've done bits of that and then you yeah. feel like shit because your job is like loosely connected to music but it's not or then but then you could do what you guys have, were doing where you just do a different job that's not connected to music in any way and now you guys are coming and being like oh, we don't want this yeah, is I guess a... I guess there is no kind of there is from what I've I've like kind of had to look I've been looking into it quite a bit and the only thing I can think is you have to be really fortunate and go balls to the wall with it. Yeah, and obviously I'm not saying that like in doing so you will be fortunate, uh, but I'm just saying you have to have like a foundation to be able to start it, mm. and then obviously you have to work consistently and hard and. And then maybe you'll get your thing off the ground, whatever it is. Or you have to find some kind of... There's, there's got to be a way to kind of, like, find a way to make it work all the time. Yeah. And, and nothing ever works all the time. I'm aware of that. I think I think sometimes you've got to... Um, if you if you if you was if you got to consider that if you was a full time songwriter or whatever, it would become mundane at some point, it yeah. w- or it would kick you in the bollocks at some point. Like. Mm. Yeah, because you're not doing stuff to make that like really that makes you happy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If you was a songwriter, you'd be writing songs for other people probably. Yeah. yeah. So it's like it's definitely more than likely going to be something that you're not happy with. Yeah. My, when I was like about to graduate, um, my mum was was like would every so often on the call be like i found out that if you go and work in this factory on the docks or something you you know it's it's 100 pounds for three hours work or something like that or like you know she and she got and then she goes you know i'm not saying do that but i'm just trying to think of things that would be less time but more money for you and like you know the way of <laughs> yeah. being like okay well if you're gonna pursue music you're gonna need time to do that but you need money too yeah yeah so how do we how do we level that out? and luckily like we've managed to do that with covers gigs Mm. But then even that, you now we're like what six six years down the line from starting covers gigs together, me and you, Shell. Yeah. And like, how much do you fucking hate them? Yeah, you hate it. But then I think, at I the think, start, you were like, "Oh, this is all right." Yeah, of course it was because at the time it was it was easy. I think like the way I've kind of come to it is that the way, the 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 thing that I've kind of come to it with too of being like, how do you strike that balance and how do you do it? Is like you need to be very specific about what you want in your head and then if you're if you're specific in your head and you know you know where you want to go then you can that's only then can you start driving towards yeah. it otherwise you're just pissing in the dark how do you be... and just hoping to hit a spot whereas at least if you've got and when i say specific i mean specific i mean what does a day what does a day of your life look like in a position where you're happy and then be like okay how can i aim towards that like because i always imagine it like a few months ago, I looked at where I wanted to be and it was like, cool, I want that over there. Mm. But there's nothing, like there's, there's basically just an ocean in the way of that mm. and I have no idea how to get there. But once I start looking at the thing over there, being like super specific about it, like how it looks, how I get there, like how, you know, what, what, just everything about it being like super specific about what it is. It's like as if like these like 
stones start to rise out the water and you're like oh well I can take that step now and then take that step now and then take that step now so right. it's like it's because I think half the reason why 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 you don't why you're not doing what you want is because I think it's hard to visualize what you actually want and I think part of the reason why you don't visualize what you want is part of the time is that you're scared that you're not going to get it yeah. yeah so you don't you don't visualize it because yeah like I I, I came to like a big realization that the reason that I can't or the reason that I feel like I hold myself back is because I went through such a shit time of being like, when I was in college, I was like dead bubbly and dead like, I'm going to do this. This is the person that I'm going to be. I'm going to be dead successful. It's all going to be great. Went to uni, didn't do that. And then was like, oh my God, fuck my life. I'm mm. a mess. I'm such a waste of space and like hated everything about it. And then because of that feeling, now I find it super hard to say what I want because I'm like, oh shit, if I say what I want, like I did in college, and it doesn't happen again. Mm. I'm going to be depressed again. And I don't I don't want that. But if I don't ever say what I want, then I'm it's I'm never going to get it. You, yeah, you're not so it's either it. I either have to like come to a, a, like an arrangement with my own head that is like all right, well you you have to say what you want. And if you don't get it, then then just expect that and like, you know, we'll, you'll work it out along the way mm. or you just don't say what you want and then you'll just never get it. You know that for sure. Fuck. Do you know what I mean? So I know that's like, <laughs> and to me that's how you, that's how you, and, it, and it's, it's a long process. But for me, that's how you cut, that's how you make balance because you you know you know what you want. So are you are you back to a place where you're taking that risk where you are going to aim high, and then if yeah you, you are yeah cool. I'm in a place now where I know I can say what I want yeah. and I can be like that is the person that I want to be. So now I just need to like make steps towards going there now. And and now I look at it from a point of view where I'm like, and the way I've reasoned it out of being like, oh shit, if I don't get it, I'll get dead depressed again. It's not. And now I'm looking at it like, no, you're a more mature person than you were when you were mm. in college. So now you can actually actively make steps yeah. towards what you want to do. And and the idea of what I want to be is more refined than when I was in college. And I was like, I'm going to be Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? Oh, I'm now, now I don't want that. Now, for me, it's like if I can earn a living from making my own music, I'm yeah. That, yeah. I'm happy yeah. doing yeah. that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like that's, I, uh, that makes me happy. I had a songwriting session with someone the other day. For just the first session I've done with this person, we're just writing, you know, like the basics. And um, and they like we're having a little break, and they were like, "Oh yeah, and part time, I'm a life coach." And I was like, "Oh whoa, shit! Like what? What's the deal with that?" And she told me about it. And she was talking about manifesting things. Mm. And I was like, oh, yeah, Shell talks about that. And this girl that I used to work with talks about that in regards to money. And like, you know, acting differently towards money. And then she was saying, so she was like, well, I'll help you manifest something now. And I was like, right, okay. And she was like, so what do you want? And I was like, well, and I was like, I guess to earn money, to earn my soul, all my living from my own music. And she was like, okay. And she was like, so then you say, you don't say, I want that. You say, I'm doing that. Mm. Yeah. I'm like, right. And she's like, and how would that make you feel? And I was like, uh, like accomplished and fulfilled in what I've been. And I was giving her like this stuff. And she was like, so then you say, I am. Did it. And she was getting bigger and bigger. And then by the end of it, she was like, to be honest, most people aren't as uh, detailed as that. They usually just say like, they want like my own house. It would make me feel happy. And that was yeah. it. And I was like, Given it almost too much information to to lay in, to put it so, down to repeat back to you. Yeah, <laughs> I was like my mantra that she gave me was like a fucking paragraph. I thought you were going to say at the end she was like she was stood on the table and she was like, "And what do you want?" No. And you were like, "And I want this." Yeah, I'm just, yeah. Like, oh. yeah. <laughs> but she was saying she listens to some guy, some American dude who has this thing that's called like the the inner power or something and he like literally has these audio books where he's like shouting at you Fuck. To, to be like you know motivated it's like dead american mm -hmm. yeah. that just i don't know i just feel like i was saying to you in the car afterwards like i just feel like a knobhead being like like i am this and you get and then in my in my head another part of me is going no you're not you fucking liar yeah Do you know what i mean i don't know if i actually believe it see like how i see it like now after <laughs> oh, you know you fucking liar <laughs> I can just imagine your head like yeah. that, like my it's head works quite the same to be honest because Ben is like I don't know you're quite spiritual in certain aspects aren't you yeah and then like he'll say things to me like 
Like sorry, sometimes sorry, I'll you've have just like said that, and Ben's just said like a cheeky yeah whilst he sat there in an all black suit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like basically, I had finance advisor in my spare time. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've had like not recently, but like in the past, I've had problems with like anxiety and that. Yeah, and like he said, like when he's had problems with anxiety, he's like spoke mantras and stuff in his head. Yeah, and like I feel like at that time. I felt like saying this mantra in my head over and over again whilst I'm having a panic attack <laughs> is not going to help me because, like, it's <laughs> yeah. not fucking true. You are calm. You are calm. Yeah. You are calm. You are calm. <laughs> but then, like, it does work. It does. Yes. Like, well, it's it that whole thing work. of, like, when you... when uh, they, That's why, people, that's why like, actual, like, f- physicians... I don't know, people who deal with that shit, like, properly. That's why when they say people, when you're having a panic attack, name things that you see. So you'd be like, green wall, black couch. Yeah. You know what I mean? You yeah. say things like that, and it's because it's just getting your mind to be like, okay, you're fine, stop now, you don't need to do yeah. this. And so, like, a mantra it does it does essentially the same thing. So, yeah, I, I just see it a lot, like, different than that. Like, like for example, like my, my girlfriend got some bad news about work the other day, and she was like, she was like, come upstairs and she was all flustered and stuff and I was just like she had a she had a moment of depression and then I was like look this is this is the reality mm. it's a very it's a very hard reality right now I was like but look at the other part of reality and like there's a lot of good things happening in her life she, like yeah. and it's like you, like you are in a good position mm-hmm. and if you spend the next week or two focusing on this tough reality you're gonna miss out on because i this other stuff the, these other stuff will happen over these two weeks. Yeah, like, you're 100%. gonna miss out on this and you're gonna you you're gonna like just like throw every all that to the wayside and just focus yeah. on this really bad thing and yeah. like luckily it got through to her for the mm. i think that's the first yeah, time it's say, ever worked did it work yeah, yeah like like she's she's doing what she's got to do and she's seeing that as like a kind of just like a little hurdle in a way and she's going yeah. she, yeah, it's she's it's something that she will she will overcome yeah um she's do like she's doing that by focusing on the other things yeah. Yeah. As well as whilst paying attention to that and whilst addressing that yeah don't ignore it like yeah. address it in a healthy way but no it's the, it's not the main it's not the be all and end all yeah. that's the fucking hardest thing for me is to be like is to I, like you know all that shit but actually genuinely feeling it yeah is a totally different thing so you go like oh, this sucks, this thing really fucking sucks and I've, like, something bad's happened at work and then you'd be like, yeah, but look at this, you've got this and this and, like, even just the thing of, like, having a roof over your head and shit like that but then to actually feel grateful for that and to feel, yeah, like, it's so tough especially because, every you know, to, when you're brought up here in England, it's just, that's, you, you're born yeah, into yeah, that. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, you kind that's of the take that for granted. That's, like, yeah. that's your chimp brain. Yeah. yeah, I do try and flip things. I think that's an important kind of it's something I've learned in the past about probably the the past year and a half is like I was quite a pessimistic person. Yeah. And mm. like I, at times I really still can be. I, I can I can and Callum will be able to say that, you know, there have been many occasions when I've gone to him for advice with irrational thoughts in my head and, and the worst outcomes, but like now more often than not, I do try and flip something and just give it the complete opposite spin. If yeah. I think negatively anyway, I'll just be like, well, what is the opposite way of thinking of this? Yeah. yeah. Like, okay, my car's broken down, but like, you know, there's there's other... Th- and also, I think any problem literally aids me in the fact that it gives me purpose. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I always remind myself of that in, in a tough time. Like, okay, I'm faced with this obstacle and instead of feeling like I'm worthless and blah blah blah, you can just think, well, I have this problem that I have to solve. You now have an obstacle yeah, to yeah. get over, yeah. yeah. And then and ha- it, you know, achieving that will will make you feel better. Yeah. Yeah. That's and how many times do you get yourself stuck in like a negative loop, where like you're like, oh fuck this, and then because you're like that, the next thing happens, and you're like, fuck yeah. this, and the next yeah. thing, the next bad thing, and it always they always seem to come together, and it's mm. like that's obviously because I'm just I'm sat here like wallowing, wallowing in my own fucking self pity. I, uh, yeah. I had that, that everything bad's happening now. I mm. had some like something like that about um, like, I can't remember when it was. I think it was like last summer, but like I was financially in like a complete and utter mess. Like I had I had like. 
like a lot of money coming out to pay for my car and I was just like I think a few things happened and I just felt in, like useless and I was like mm-hmm. I was sat on my couch we had to practice with tea and I was sat on my couch and I was like what can I do like I'm literally I've got I've got to get into Liverpool in, in three hours these these drive but I was like I can't be because that was it as well I was relying on a lot of people right. and like, like I live at home with my mum and dad and that was like a big thing on me as well and I was like what can I do to get myself from here to Toxteth and just be <laughs> and like do what I've got to do and be completely independent in that. So I just walked to Toxliff from, from here. Her. From here. <laughs> yeah. Right. So we're in so, witness right now oh, for yeah. everyone listening. Let's have a little look at our What far the that fuck? Is. How long did that take here? Three hours. Oh my god. <laughs> Three hours. Yeah. Fuck. And like I was like at the time, it was like Fuck this. I, I mean, you even transferred me money. I didn't have petrol. That was the thing. I right. didn't have petrol. And he, he transferred me the money. And I was like, no, I'm going to do this because I can't just rely on Ben or Adam for money. And for like, I, I'm not that I'm not that person. I'm not that friend. So I was like, I'm just going to walk to T's house. And that just... is 10 miles away. Wow. I can't remember if you got a lift back or I did get a lift you back. Did, yeah, I have them with you. But <laughs> 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 that's contradictory. Um, but. Um, I also had the mindset of like people do this for water yeah like mm-hmm. people do this for something that I go 10 feet for and yeah. you start yeah. like yeah um, I, I have that mindset sometimes as well where you're like it's fucking fine isn't it yeah. like life is fine and that's probably a fucking great exercise in like forcing yourself to do that and being like oh, I did that Three and that, hours, that wasn't that, that I, I didn't die. It wasn't, it wasn't. It was fine. Did you, turn, <laughs> it, did you turn up and the thing was finishing? <laughs> <laughs> no, I made sure that I had a morning free. I had, well, I had the morning free. So I was like, I can either go to the gym or do this walk. Like that, that was what I weighed off. And I was like, right. if it goes to the gym, that's more petrol that I just haven't got. Did you stop on the way? Um, no. Just, just kind of just. I just go. walked. I, that, that was just like quite a big, like, that was like, you, you don't actually need because I got there and I, I think I told you and then I I told T and these were like what the fuck like why have you just done that you idiot and I was like well, it's not that big of a thing like yeah. it's it's just 10 miles yeah. three hours and also like doing that obviously to everyone around you just like what why did you do that it would have just taken me 40 minutes to come and get you like what the fuck yeah. but to you it's like no you need to do that for your own mental yeah. like clarity and just to be like, nah, th- this was bigger than me doing a three-hour walk. This yeah. was for me and my inner yeah, peace. Yeah, give, give myself some, yeah, and like some kind of worth. Like, yeah, I yeah. mean, my mum's been struggling with that right now. Like, she she retired in December, mm. um, and she's been a nurse for thirty-five years, mm. and like most of that was frontline, and like, the last like five years, like in management positions, and like now she's retired and she's in a position where it's like, oh shit, now what? I've got nothing to do. Mm-hmm. Like, luckily, coronavirus might be taking her back into work. <laughs> but she's like... It's all a conspiracy theory. <laughs> she set it up. Yeah. She needed a reason to get back she into She really it. wanted to get back yeah. into work. Hey, this could, this could age really badly, this oh, coronavirus shit, yeah. stuff. We uh, might all die from coronavirus. We and could. We could this podcast. No. Oh, no, I'll make sure it's uploaded. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be the last thing I take. Yeah, another thing we were talking about job-wise was the fact that like for for us, we have to go and, and 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 for a lot of people our age, we have to go and like do the job that we do to get paid for yes. it. And it's like it's like okay, so and so can work from home, and you know I'm not going into the office today. Yeah, that's great. And they're in a very fortunate position. They probably work really hard, at whatever it is that, that they're doing mm. to do that. But and not just creative people who have no like who have normal jobs to subsidize. Just like young people in this country. Yeah, just like. You'd be fucked. Yeah. Especially like we we live in London, have to pay London rent prices. We'd be like, right, well, we have to move. We yeah. literally and, spoke about that this morning. We were like, yeah. we probably would have to move back up north because you couldn't like we couldn't it, all, all we would have to do is take two weeks off work. Yeah. And we'd be like, Cool, cool can't, can't pay this. rent this month. So. And, and there's nothing <laughs> there's nothing in place to subsidize that. No, it's so, so bad. So many people yeah. live like that. Like luckily we got a bit, a bit of savings. I'm not sure I'd want to spend the savings on a couple of like who knows how long you'd end up having to 
spend your savings on your rent. Yeah. And then, you know, a lot of people might not have savings and then they're just like, okay, cool. I'm fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's know. interesting as well though, to see how, how as a, as a race we react to something like this. Like, yeah. um, cause there's so many headlines about it in the media, Ooh. like, Obviously, blowing it all out of proportion, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Sorry, I just touched Cal's foot. Yeah, my foot. I'm not that's cute. At you. Isn't it? It was absolutely <laughs> horrendous. <laughs> In my bloody bedroom as well. Like, oh dear. <laughs> Go on. Sorry. But uh, when you yeah. say race, do you mean people in England human race it's just like everyone's like kind of scaremongering and like stockpiling food stockpiling yeah. hand gel stockpiling paracetamol yo and, yeah. if we're still here coronavirus doesn't make you shit yourself okay <laughs> so don't buy toilet roll <laughs> I, you still need to wipe that bum hole though what? I got an issue with this. Just buy toilet a normal amount of toilet very roll. Important then. to me. Yeah, but just yeah. buy a normal amount of toilet roll. Well, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's what all we're saying. You but keep defending toilet roll. These people yeah. are. These people it's are toilet rolls. These fault. people are stockpiling loads. Stockpiling. Like. Going to going to the going to the Asda buying all the fucking toilet roll. But you go to the Asda, you can't right, buy toilet I get roll. You mean. Get to the woods and get some <laughs> dock leaves. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Go shower it up. Or if you've got loads of towels, just, you know. <laughs> no. Cut them up. Cut them up. Cut them up and then re- and we'll and wash them. Yeah. Or if you're a very... Fuck fort- it, we've just cracked it. <laughs> if you're a fortunate soul and you have a... B- <laughs> cracked it. If you have, if you oh, B-Day, Jesus, mate. A B-Day. I want to use a B-Day. I'm just going to say that here. Yes! So I don't like the idea of a B-Day. But yeah, no, sorry. You You make a very good point. We're all like... Eat everyone for the everyone for themselves. Yeah, instead of working together. Yeah, basically. I liked I liked the Australia model when all the fires happened and everyone was like they were like fucking GoFundMe's and Patreons everywhere. Yeah, and everyone was funding everybody to live mm-hmm. for months. Yeah. But afterwards. I imagine I imagine it was like that in the area, like like them areas that um, were heavily affected by. It. But the place like my brother lives in Melbourne, mm. and like that was even though like the air, the quality of air there was awful. The work. The, way, the the working model of capitalism was still oh. running and it was still like no I, he's a um what a recruiter mm. so like he i he's in in the middle of that kind of like if you if you don't if you don't come to work you know we're not gonna pay you yeah that kind of mentality and he was like he was like i've got to go to work through all this smog and shit mm. and like luckily he wasn't in an area that was getting burnt luckily enough but yeah. like in that area it was still it was still that kind of Western way of yeah. make money off it, make money off it, make money off it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is depressing. Fucking hell. Yeah. yeah. Should we move on? Is it? It's raining outside. I'm so Should we move on to watch Jack going to do when he's finished with the drums? Uh, yeah. Do you want to give us a jingle on the piano that's there in the corner? What is it? Just give us whatever you've got. No. Go on. No. Go on. No. Go on. No. Go on. No. No. There's a little pressure. Casio no. pressure. There's a little Casio synth there if you want to. No. No. Go on, give us a jingle. Go no. on, Duff, you do jingle. You I, do it. I'm going to record it with my mic. No, you do it. No, jingle. No. Jingle. No. Jingle. Yeah, pass no, that Casio. Me. This one, wait there. I can do this one. Yeah, there you go. Turn it up. How? Volume. <laughs> <laughs> that <one. laughs> my, that's as far as my musical knowledge goes. a change i want it to go bah, bah, bah. <gasps> yes <laughs> there you go back to the original motif oh no it's changed i think this is a four minute song <laughs> really i think it's like it's a full mc like right this is what's jack gonna do when he's finished with the yes. drum so <laughs> <laughs> so um this is funny quirks annoyances random shit that might happen to you but you only know about because you work in that creative field or live a life that on you know that might entail these things um for example jack bachelor who's a really good drummer his grandparents always ask his parents what's jack gonna do when he's finished with the drums or how are the drums (laughs) stupid shit (laughs) like that so has anyone got anything for this episode i've got something Um, uh, the fact that when you are a self-employed creative person, if yeah. you go off work sick, then you're fucked. 
We just, <laughs> we just spoke about that. I know. We just have it in Joe was traveling with the Right. Yeah, but that happens with a lot of self-employed people. Though, I know. Right? I mean, to be that's fair, that, that the one about like oh, going for like working in a job, that's like the industry that you want to be working in, but kind of not. Yeah. That's, oh, a, that's yeah. a bitch. Or like, that's I, a fucker, isn't what it? What we were saying before about like, if you're to work in a rehearsal room and it's like these bands coming through. You said one before actually about um, in a coffee shop. Ah, oh, today. Oh, that was horrible. And I, I, I get that. I mean, I, I maybe like, I've never, I've never had it with another artist, but I, or like some another musician. But it's like when people just like over exaggerate their life and like, yeah, it's like it's not, it's not that. There's piece. something just funny about people like this. This what happened today was this young guy with a kind of Johnny Marr, Beatlesy aesthetic haircut and Poland Eckhart and, and talk. Yeah, and and his and his like I assume his dad, who's probably his manager. It was a dad, yeah. And then another guy, <laughs> and they're all and they're all talking, and they're, and they're, and they're talking like it's fine, like normal people would not even notice. They're just like they're just talking. It looked it sounded it just, like they were talking to his tour manager because they were talking about like how they're going to route the tour from. I don't even know if it was his tour. It sounded like they were talking to someone who was a tour manager. No, because the guy said, "Well, no, <laughs> yeah, maybe." But yeah. that, that guy was name dropping, being like, "Oh yeah, I do that route with Anne Marie all the time." Well, whatever, even so, oh, it's just like the way that you talk about it, well, other people might not have noticed it, but to us, it really felt like they were coming in being, you know, like rather than being like, um, yeah, so if we, if we, if we go through, um, Runcorn, we can get to the thingy quicker and then, we, you know, we don't have to stay overnight. We can, instead they're like, all sitting back and so after we go to Glastonbury, everybody, you know what, no, right. Then we've got yeah. a gig in Glasgow at Tea in the Park. I'm everyone. <laughs> I'm gonna like no. I'm gonna defend this person. Like, there's nothing wrong with what he was doing. He was just having a meeting. All right, yeah. They were all talking a bit loud, but <sighs> it, right, there couldn't have been more of a trigger in that room. There was like yeah, there everything, was. <laughs> everything that triggers all of that side of me where I look at someone and be like, "Fuck you." It was just everything. <laughs> like the thing is, the minute he walked into the room. I knew who he. I, I didn't know. Smell it. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know who he was. Smell the brick pop on him. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what artist he Bloody was. Oasis. I might actually go and have a little look at like the Glastonbury headline and see who's playing in. I, know, I have no idea. I know which band he's from. Do you? Because I heard him mention the band name. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I know it. Uh, no, you. Salt recording. Okay. <laughs> I bet. I barely fucking know the album. Okay. This is that kind of music, but it's just another band from anyway, this area that when does he, that kind of music. When he walked in. I just looked at him straight away and instantly he triggered me and I was like, fuck, I'm not in the mood for you. And then when he started talking about like, oh yeah, we're going to get a sleeper bus for that. I was just like, I was practically shaking with annoyance. If I was in in a meeting and someone said a sleeper bus, I'd probably pull them up on saying sleeper bus. Just, just. Why? (laughs) Because I, who's called. It's dead unnecessary. It's a fucking coach. You know, it's like, you know, I've, I don't know if like maybe I'm 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 wrong, but like a sleeper, or do you call it a sleeper, not a sleeper bus. You know what I mean? Got, no, they've got to let everyone around them know that they're going on tour in a sleeper bus to Glastonbury. Yeah, you oh. don't know. <laughs> the, thing, the, 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 pro, the problem is it was our problem, not yeah, him. Yeah, like she says, if he walked in looking like someone who wasn't in a Britpop band and then was talking about this, we might just get a little bit jealous and envious, sat there going, "Oh, fucking wish I was there." Oh, yeah, that, I wonder who that was. Oh, yeah. yeah, I but guess you guys are just yeah. salty. Yeah, well, yeah, that's it. Exactly. We really are. That. That's what it is. If that we was are. a hipster from Shoreditch, I'd be like, who's that guy? He looks cool. No, because no, he walked no. in in the way he did and he had the accent that he did. I was like, fuck you. No, I hate even, you. Even, don't even know you are. No, I even if you. he was from a hipster from Shoreditch, you wouldn't think that. You would still have that little bit of like, oh, yeah, but I'd be more guy. interested. But then he, this guy looking like he did, then added that that's just compounded on top. Yeah. And he was like, oh, another fucking Britpop band going and playing fucking Glastonbury. Sign a quirky Liverpool cafe. Just talking about Glastonbury. We're playing it. <laughs> Anyone else? Yeah. You, you, are you in a band? Are you playing it? Hey, hey, you two over there. Are you doing it? <laughs> it's basically in our heads. That's what's happening. Well, we apply that to you. But, uh... yeah, I'm there with my Spotify for Artists page open, and I'm like turning my laptop around so we can't see it. <laughs> I actually really enjoy what I create. Thank you very much. Don't need the validation of Glastonbury. Thank you. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he speaks just for Delia. We <laughs> <laughs> anyone from Glass really? So yeah, where, where are we? Yeah. <laughs> you know, if Glass and came knocking, I wouldn't turn it down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, 
it does make us sound bitter. Like, yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. and we are bitter. We are. So that's yeah. what, that's, yeah. all, that's, that's all it is. Good luck to that band at Glastonbury. Can't wait to know. I hope he snaps a string in the first song. <laughs> <laughs> I think you have like backups at the side of the stage. Yeah, he's probably, he's probably he's probably got them all on multiple, like one of them stands. He's got a guitar tech sorting them out. <laughs> he's probably got three of the same guitar. Each guitar is like a grand and a half. He's probably got five leather jackets ready for him. <laughs> Fucking prick. Uh, anyone got anything else? <laughs> nope. All right, should we move on to the next bit? Go for it. DJ, E, oh my God, who the fuck is Peter Guy? Who's he, lad? So, uh, who the fuck is Peter Guy? <laughs> uh, he's a music <laughs> reviewer from Liverpool who we have now, we've now taken his name and he's using it as a recommendation. He's going to be on the podcast this season? Is he? Is he actually? <laughs> he's going to sue us, is what he's going to do. <laughs> I, mean, um, he's, I don't think he's relevant enough to sue anymore, is he? Like... <laughs> and now he's going to sue you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyone got anything to recommend? Music, film, books, art, have a podcast. events, have a podcast. A podcast. Yeah. Well, um, by the time this is out, I'm assuming that TZP will be out. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's another one that's going to be um, shit about yourself. Yeah. He should. Uh... <laughs> you're like you're really on form today. <laughs> that's because it's so good. It's a compliment. But you know what? The reason why my career is failing is because of your negativity. I hope you're happy hey, about that. Thank you. We share a career, and I would not consider myself failing. <laughs> <laughs> that's the biggest lie I've ever told. <laughs> I'd also like to recommend X Ambassadors, if you've ever heard of them. Yeah. Um, but they have just released a small EP called Belong EP. Okay. It's a three-track EP. Um, but, yeah, the, the lead singer is a guy named Sam Harris. Mm-hmm. And he's a songwriter. He does... He, I actually I found them um, by listening to... Well, that's a lie. I found them on YouTube just by chance, to be right. honest. But then I listened to... There's another rival... It's not rivaling, to be honest, because it's a totally different subject, but there's another podcast that I like to listen to called And The Writer Is. Uh, I don't know, <laughs> if, I don't know how you feel about me speaking about it. <laughs> but yeah, Sam Harris, I'd like an interview on And The Writer Is. And The Writer Is. And... Um, yeah, it was a really cool interview. He was just talking about like recording techniques, just talking about how he writes tunes, where he's come from, and mm. shit like that. And he seems like a nice guy, and his music's quite sick. Sick. Mm. Sounds well good. My recommendation would be Ed Black's new mixtape. Ah, uh, he's doing his little beat tapes. Yeah, yeah, he's done a, he's done a little beat tape. It's called EDBL Beats Volume One. Okay. On uh, on all major platforms. And is that like a Jay Dillery sort of thing? Yeah, kind of, kind of that vibe. Tom Mishy, Jay Dillery, but it's some of the, uh, some of the, some of the features he's got on there are fucking sick. Like, is it like people singing? And yeah, yeah. He's got Jay Alexander on. He's got Jay Alexander on one of them, yeah. And then like other people that I've not actually heard of, just because. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, they're sick. sick. Cool. That's EDBL Beats Volume One. Yeah. Sick. Um, and another podcast. I've got a song on a podcast actually. Can, can I have two? Or of course, you can yeah. have as many as you want. Well, so not as many as you want. But, yeah. <laughs> so the song is um, the song. Oh, probably by this point, it'll be uh, it'll be an EP or an album. Is Jeremy Zucker's new stuff? Okay, got a song called "Not Not Your Friend," which is heavy, um, with a capital H. That is, okay. and uh, Thank you. <laughs> there was a podcast called Reply All. Oh, I fucking know this podcast. But I the techie thing. I don't know. I, I've I've only listened to one. Where like things come from? No. Possibly it might. I like, might be. I guess like a series on there. Obviously, right. got the name up for you. Because it's like internet podcast, yeah. internet stuff in it. Where like this was like um, to do with um, like it's a form of OCD. Called the case of the missing hit episode number one hundred and fifty-eight. The case of the missing hit. Of the missing hit. Read the bio. Okay. <laughs> a man in California is haunted by the memory of, of a pop song from his youth. He can remember the lyrics and the melody, but the song itself has vanished, completely scrubbed from the internet. PJ, who's one of the uh, one of the presenters, <laughs> takes on the super tech support case. Oh, that was. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's dead interesting. That episode in particular it was is really like 
it, it goes to extreme lengths to find out. You know when you have them moments where it's like, oh, what, what is that? Where have I seen that before? Mm-hmm. It's like it went through extreme lengths. And then I, someone shared it on uh, Instagram. And then once I'd listened to the podcast, I was like, oh, I should message them and say that was a really good podcast. And I fucking forgot who shared it. Uh, but I remembered this morning in Tesco. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Awesome. Sick. All right, cool. I think they do all sorts of stuff. I think you found you've listened to it before. I think where they would like find out where certain. Oh, websites. reply all. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fucking well <laughs> Where have you been? Where Sorry, you... I've been looking at my recommendation. Reply all. Well good. Yeah. I love reply. I've listened to the whole thing. Go on, this better be a good I recommendation. Know what that is. Yeah. Um, no, no, no. So first of all, <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> I mean, first of all, your your EP will be out at this point. So. Yes. Yeah. What's it called? Yeah. One or two more. One or two more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um. So go and listen to that on any streaming platform, I assume. Yeah. Or it's going to be exclusive to title. Solely, solely. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Obviously, because like the recording quality was so sick. Yeah. Masters like yeah. super yeah. fucking high tech. Yeah. yeah. Solely on pandas. Big budget for this one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the next one I'm going to recommend is a book based on the conversations we've been having today. Mm. And I haven't read it yet, but I've been highly recommended it for my kind of the way I am. And it's called Maybe It's You. Maybe right. It's You. Yeah. And the subtitle is. Cut the crap, face your fears, love your life. Do we have an author? Uh, we do, and it is Lauren Zander. And yeah, someone, someone told me to read this the other day as well. Or someone, yeah. I watched something that told me. And I've been doing like a lot of introspection at the minute, and being like, you yeah. know, if if you're if you're the problem, then you need to admit the fact that you're the problem, otherwise you're always going to stand in the way yourself. Uh-huh. And this book apparently is helpful for that. Okay, about being like, come on, admit you're the problem. Right. Is that what you want us to do? No. Admit it's what work. I need to do. W- but I think it's probably what a lot of people need to do. Is this about yeah. like the self sabotage sort of yeah. stuff where yeah. you're getting in your All own All the stuff way. we were talking about before. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. I've only got one little thing to recommend. Um, and that is Hayley Williams' solo EP. I oh, know. Oh, yeah. My, yeah. Mike Blackburn was telling me about this. I've not checked it out yet. Any though, good? But I'm a huge fan of Hayley Williams. Yeah, it's all right. Petals. Petals for Armour 1. It's, it's cool. I mean, it's not like, holy shit, this is amazing. But mm. like... Anything like good. the new Paramore stuff, like the old Paramore stuff? It's probably closer to the new stuff. Yeah. Because it's a bit more indie. Right, okay. Um, and it's definitely more chill. And she's she's taken... 100% she's taken inspiration from the fact that Billie Eilish is the biggest thing in the world right now. Right. And like she's done that whole like close mic, yeah. very like quiet, not trying to belt vocal. But it's got some really cool stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, yeah, it's like, it's a, it's solid. Do you know what I mean? It's like new music. It's not like, oh shit. She's not, like it's not the way that, you know, Robbie Williams is better than, Take, take that, that. yeah. You know, Paramore is There's, still fucking amazing. If if we if you're gonna get beef for anything you've ever said on these podcasts, that is one of the main things in a working <laughs> class sign you're gonna get beef for. <laughs> what the Robbie's better than yeah. take that? Or, or people are even gonna love it or really disagree with it. Yeah, fair. My dad won't like you after that one, yeah. Right. Well, if you've got any complaints about that, send it to Al at littlegrace. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine you all had your own Little Grace email. Can you imagine? (laughs) (laughs) We all have our own business cards. Um, I was going to recommend a film and I was like cycling through all the films we've seen recently and I was like, meh, 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 meh. Oh, I did see Dark Waters. Yeah. Mad I film. went to see Seen thing that, yeah. that you guys recommended. Um, Parasite. Parasite. Yeah, <gasps> it was good, that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was great. I've not seen it yet. What was that I've... film we all went to watch together the other day? 1917. Yeah, it was fucking amazing. Yeah, yeah. amazing Absolutely it? flawless. Yeah. Dark Waters, I thought, was fine. You see? I was like, yeah. I could have watched it with my eyes closed, you know what I, I mean? Yeah, it was like, Have I seen Dark Waters? Yeah, the, uh, the, the, the water poisoning. Mark Ruffalo film. Oh, the Evan Brockovich film. Yeah, I was heavily there for the storyline, yeah. and like I was really into, yeah. like, I, I, I mean, the fact that it still happens and like yeah. oh, still yeah. shit in our waters. Like that's the thing. Storyline like, great. I think the way it was done was was like was pretty good. It was just, but it was just to me, it was just like fine. It was As like a film. It, it, was it was like, like it was like a bit. It was a bit like a documentary more than a film. Yeah, really, yeah, like a dramatized yeah. documentary. 
And what was weird about it is that it had think, that spotlight I thing think my dad's on. just come in. Well, you hope. <gasps> Dad! Otherwise we got a ghost. All right, just making sure that was you. Oh, I thought I was going to have a little feature. Yo, Dad, come in here. Hey, Dad! <laughs> <laughs> come in here! He'll probably pop, is it? Did he say fuck off? No, but oh. I was if I was your dad. Um, let's make sure that everyone knows where to go for the EP, though, before we finish. Yeah. Little Grace on everything. Um, Little Grace UK on social media. It'll be heavily advertised all over our Instagram. Sick. Um, there will be some form of video. Unless we all die of coronavirus. Yeah. yeah. Of course. And um, you guys will feature on TZP. Yes, we are. Yeah. You'll feature on the tracks that we're putting out. There he is. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? All right. This is who the fuck is Delia. We're doing a podcast right now. So um, <laughs> we um, this kind of this kind of interaction goes down sick on these things. So <laughs> if you want, if you want, to, if you want to grab a little seat and we'll chat some shit about. <laughs> All right, so we're, we're actually coming to the end end of the podcast, but <laughs> you go and get you go and get yourself some food. food. I, 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 I get my sense of humour from my dad. Yeah. You look a lot like, like each other, actually. You do. You do. Yeah. 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 Scary. No, he's he's handsome. Other. I'll take that. <laughs> but uh, thanks for coming on again, guys. Yo, fuck. Yeah, oh, you, we were talking about the EP. Oh, yeah, done? yeah, shit. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I just want to say as well, he's the calmest man I've ever met. Calmest oh. dad. He's honestly, I think sometimes, like, when you've got to conduct yourself, if you've ever met him, mm. it's good to just kind of like. What would Mark do in this situation? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, he's yeah. just one of them guys. He's just like a petal. Yeah. Maybe that should be like a. Just a gentle flower. You didn't know he's going to listen to this with the work lot as well. Maybe yeah. that should be a segment in the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Just like... He's Mark a really... Mark, he, Harry, Harry, he just knows how to handle any shit situation, Mark. Yeah. Yeah, he's a great guy. I love you, meeting him. He needs parents. to make an ass. He doesn't lose his head. Contactable whenever you need him. He should be a life coach. He probably yeah. should, you know. Yeah, yeah. He definitely should. He's quite a tranquil guy. Sick. Tranquil guy sounds like a... Like he should be doing beat tapes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or just like, or just tranquil. Sounds but like, like got... lo fi YouTube channels. Yeah. <laughs> tranquil but no vowels. <laughs> tranquil. 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 Um but yeah, yeah alright, so the EP's out. One or two more. Yeah, it either is out or it will be out very soon. Sick. Are you um, gonna be releasing singles? We're gonna be releasing a few just before like, we release the C D, so it's gonna be like one single like and then after a week and a half it'll be another single. Sick. Um there's going to be some visuals, home video style kind of things. Yeah. Um, I did a little making of as well while I was in Dudden. Yeah. Awesome. Just all right. So there's going to be all that. I look forward to that. And you've been playing with the VHS things for that, right? Yes. Yeah, that'd be sick. All right, cool. Um, go and follow them on everything you can. Yep. Oh, my God. Um, and go and stream the EP and keep an eye out for everything that's coming. Uh, we'll do a little thing at the start of the show anyway to just update won't we before this goes out Didn't thanks for coming on guys <laughs> thank you for having yeah, us um, and we'll get we'll get back to talking about depression and anxiety as soon as we finish yeah. <laughs> <laughs> recording <laughs> alright too much sauce what was the fries? yeah <laughs>